Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We thought this day would never come, but Uncharted is finally opening in theaters this weekend. What in the name of New Mutants is going on here? This review is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Go to athleticgreens.com Dan, D-A-N, for a special offer. And stay tuned after this review for more info. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle here with my review of Uncharted, which is the long-awaited film adaptation of the popular video game series. Uncharted was a movie that I was convinced was never actually going to come out. And when I say long-awaited, if you don't know the history of this movie, it really is quite something. So for those of you that may need a brief refresher... Uncharted is based on a video game series that debuted in 2007, which spawned development of a movie in 2008. The studio hired David O. Russell to direct in 2010 until he left to do Silver Linings Playbook, then hired Neil Berger to direct until he left to do Divergent, then hired Seth Gordon to direct until he left to do Baywatch, then hired Sean Levy to direct until he left to do Free Guy, then hired Dan Trachtenberg to direct until he left, then hired Travis Knight to direct until he left, then hired Ruben Fleischer to direct, who stayed on the project which started shooting on March 16, 2020, but was shut down on day one of shooting due to COVID, resumed shooting in July 2020, had reshoots in July 2021 and is now finally hitting theaters after having a release date set for June 10th, 2016, then June 30th, 2017, then removed from the calendar altogether, then put back on the calendar for December 18th, 2020, then March 5th, 2021, then October 8th, 2021, then July 16th, 2021, then February 11th, 2022, and finally its actual domestic release date of February 18th, 2022. So in summary, 15 years after the first Uncharted game debuted and six years after the series wrapped up, we are finally getting the feature film adaptation starring Tom Holland. Holland stars as Nathan Nate Drake, a young petty thief who dreams of adventure. Mark Wahlberg plays Sully, an older career thief who recruits Nathan to help him find and steal the lost gold of Magellan, a fortune that is worth literally billions. Their uneasy alliance becomes even uneasier when Sophia Ali's Chloe Fraser joins the group, and that time-trusted game of questioning who can be trusted begins. Also looking for the treasure is Santiago Mancada, played by Antonio Banderas, a descendant of the family who bankrolled Magellan's original expedition who believes that the treasure is his. Moncada's muscle is his enforcer Tati, played by Joe Gabriel, who has her own complicated past with Sully. Let's cut right to the quick here. There's almost nothing in this movie that you haven't seen some version of before. This is a movie adaptation of a video game that was really an adaptation of movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then you add into the fact that this movie also adapts elements from films like National Treasure and the Tomb Raider series and even the latest 
later era Mission Impossible films, Uncharted is basically the culmination of a decades-long game of movie telephone. The kernel of the idea is there, and then you just add in the film language that already exists. I found with a lot of these movies that it really comes down to the style in which the film was shot and the cast, because 70% of it was set before either of those things were settled. That other 30% is really the make or break. Luckily for this film, you have a pretty good cast led by Tom Holland, who is just ridiculously charismatic. There's a reason the kid was cast as Spider-Man. And he does just enough to differentiate this character from Peter Parker. Part of it is that he seems to have gotten bulking tips from Chris Hemsworth to prep for this part because he put on a considerable amount of muscle to play Nathan Drake. I think he may have actually eaten Chris Hemsworth. Fair play to Tom Holland, but he is going to have to cut some of that muscle or at least stop putting it on before the next Spider-Man film or they're going to have to transition him to playing Venom instead. Speaking of Spider-Man, I did have one small note, which is that if Tom Holland wants to shed that Spider-Man image, I would recommend not doing the Spider-Man pose in future action movies. Although to be fair, it may just be muscle memory at this point. Holland's co-star Mark Wahlberg is Mark Wahlberg. You know what you're going to get with this guy. You're going to get the same performance every time. And then when you look at the rest of the characters, they're infused with just enough personality to elevate them slightly above cut-and-paste stock characters, again because this movie is pretty well cast. The action, I think, was also shot pretty well. I don't know how much of it is Ruben Fleischer's design and how much of it is the pre-visualization that was done for this film over the last 15 years, but even the big CGI sequences are vibrant and fresh and they're easy to follow, which is something that's all too often not the case in big movies like this. I also think the IMAX format as well utilized particularly particularly with a sequence involving a cargo plane and a string of nets that Nathan has to traverse in order to save his hide. Usually video game movies like these are made for the faithful, but this one I think may actually cut the other way because I didn't play the Uncharted games a whole lot. I vaguely remember starting the first game. I don't even know if I finished it. It's not because I didn't like it. I just didn't have as much time to game or I was playing other stuff at the time. But I have a suspicion that hardcore fans of the Uncharted series are probably not going to like this adaptation because because it does seem slight of character. I don't really see where they could have adapted a lot of what you know of these characters from four games that feature Nathan Drake. So in a weird way, I think that the Uncharted movie is going to play better with people who perhaps don't know the Uncharted games, and I think that the more you know them, the more you may see this adaptation lacking. It all comes down to a matter of perspective, and this is a borderline film. I don't think that it's a remarkable movie. It did just enough for me to say that I think you may find it worth your time, but I doubt it's going to be something that sticks in your memory for too long afterward. I appreciated the action. I laughed at some of the jokes. I found the cast to be likable and charismatic. And while the third act is patently ridiculous and doesn't hold up to one second of logical thinking, I also didn't feel that it actively insulted my intelligence as some other action movies have done. I found Uncharted to be a pleasant distraction. It's just under two hours. If it had been any longer, then I may have felt differently. But it's just good enough for me to warrant a a recommendation to say, I think that you may find this movie worth your time. I found it worth my time. Your mileage may vary. If you like the video games, then you may like this movie less than I did, but I don't regret going to see it. It doesn't do anything to revolutionize the action genre, but I don't think that you need to have a movie that does that in order to give it a recommendation, much like I felt with Marry Me last weekend. It's a typical rom-com, but it was pleasant enough. I enjoyed it while I was watching it, and that's enough for me to say, hey, why not give 
give it a shot. I thought that Uncharted was pretty good, but on the sliding scale of video game movies, that makes it pretty close to a masterpiece, which reminds me of something. Way back when I first started this channel, I reviewed Sonic the Hedgehog, and I started a club that I realized I'd completely forgotten about in the almost two years since. As a matter of fact, I forgot to induct another member, which was last year's Mortal Kombat, into this club. So consider this a double induction of Uncharted and last year's Mortal Kombat into the Video Game Movies of Acceptable Quality Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Uncharted. You were good enough. And that's, well, good enough. I thought that Uncharted was just good enough, but what did you think? Have you been waiting for this movie for 15 years? Is there any way that it can live up to your expectations? Have you seen it and were you disappointed? Let me know down in the comments below. And as always, stay tuned right here on the channel. I've got other stuff coming up this week. I'm going to be taking on the most watched Netflix show in the world, All of Us Are Dead. I just wrapped up the first season. I'm going to have a review of that coming for you later this week. I'm also going to try to check out Netflix's new Texas Chainsaw Massacre and bring you my thoughts on that. I'll also be keeping my my ear to the ground for movie news and of course charts with dan will be back next monday as we see how uncharted did at the box office thank you so much for watching if you want to see even more of what i'm up to you can check me out on patreon at patreon.com slash dan merle and I also want to thank the sponsor for today's review, Athletic Greens. 2022 is a year for me where I'm focusing on my own personal health and well-being. And a big part of that routine is Athletic Greens. You know, a lot of people spend so much money on all of these different supplements that they have to remember to take at different times of the day. With Athletic Greens, you get so much stuff that's great for you, including vitamins or probiotics. In one easy-to-drink serving once a day, all you have to do is put it into a cup of water and you're good to go. The point is that you get stuff that's great for your body, that's easy to drink, that tastes great, and that's way more affordable than buying all these different supplements separately. I started taking Athletic Greens because one thing I'm focusing on in particular is my gut health, and there are some great things, including probiotics in Athletic Greens, that help to enhance that for me. And the good news is, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com dan. And again, that is athleticgreens.com slash D-A-N to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. And I want to thank Athletic Greens for sponsoring this review. Thanks so much, everybody. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Bye.